construction, golf news, equipment, travel, interviews, course profiles, and more. Your weekly fix of all things golf is about to begin. It's the Flagstick Podcast with your hosts, Jeff Bonner and Scott McLeod. All right, and welcome to the Flagstick Podcast, presented uh, by Strixon Golf Canada. Uh, Strixon Golf Balls, um, I've said this numerous times, I've played the, the Strixon Golf Ball for a number of years, love it. I love lots of golf balls, but this Rickson one has a soft spot in my heart because I really do like playing the ball. Um, Whether you're looking for a premium urethane option in the Z-Star series, a quality budget option in the soft feel, or somewhere in between with the Q-Star Tour, Srixon is bound to present an option that works for your game. For more information, visit srixon.ca. Scott, welcome. Welcome, Scott McLeod, once again. It's good. We have two in a row. Two in a row, two (laughs) in a row. What, what? We're hot. hot. (laughs) Yeah, we're, we're on a – was that a heater? I is guess. That, is yeah, that leave, a heater? yeah we'll call it that roll? for sure. So, yeah. It's it's only been, a, you know, a short number of days, not a month between I know. Uh, recording, which is nice. Uh, I'm super excited because we're into the holiday season right now. It's raining outside and it's four degrees. I mean – Which is good because I got to drive to Toronto tomorrow, so I don't okay, really need so to be driving in the snow or anything. I'll give you props on that. I'm losing my mind. I got boards up outside. I am yeah. a golf, and this is a golf a golf podcast. But those that know realize I am a hockey guy too. I got a rink built outside. I got a tarp ready to go in it, and it's four degrees out. Good I ain't balls. putting the tarp chip. in this thing right now. Chip, chip in it, chip in it. Oh my Even gosh! If, that, if it stays this way all winter, I'm a happy boy. It, I'm anti winter. I can't be. I can't be happy with winter being this. I can be. Hey. Look, at I'm all for mild and and a little bit of snow. I don't. Not a big fan of forty below and stuff. I find that annoying. There I don't want forty centimeters ice. of snow. There are arenas with ice inside yeah. built. See? Yeah, they cost me money. This this yeah, one okay. doesn't Fair cost enough. any money. Fair this enough. one I can go out the garage to. Fair enough. It's not just about on? that. It's 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 we're in Canada. It's it's Ottawa. Eh? It's the it's the winter. We're supposed to have some snow. Christmas is coming. The holiday season is upon us, and we have no snow. How is Santa supposed to land his sled right. on the rooftops? That, that make me a Grinch. It's like putting wheels on him. Oh, all right. I don't let's get it. Get to, I don't let's get, get it. to the show. All right. <laughs> That's what I'm um, here for. So what have you done? What have you done between now and uh, and the last? Uh, the last show, Scott. Like, oh what's, no, what's nothing been going on. Like, nothing. I, we know you did, we're doing stuff, but I mean, I like, saw you Saturday night. I know, exciting, yeah. exciting. We're going to talk about that in 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 like two seconds. We're gonna we're gonna talk. Well, not two seconds, but we're going to talk about that in just a minute because yeah. uh, that was an awesome night. Um, you know, why don't we just get at it here? Um, the show is, uh, you know, as we get into the holiday season, we're going to be doing some some cool little holiday stuff, uh, and this show is not is no exception. We got something really interesting planned for the back nine this yeah, week. Fun. Um, I see how I handle it. I'm still not sure how I'm going to be able to handle it, but we'll see. Hopefully, you handle it better than I do because you might have to carry the back nine. Um, you know, which is unlike when you and I partner up for a round of golf and how I carry you. Um, no. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. Um, we do have a great show lined up this week. Uh, some awesome uh, uh, news updates and and things in the front nine. Uh, golf tip with uh, Kevin and Jake came in the back nine. Uh, holiday gift options. We're going to start getting into that more and more as we get. There's only a couple weeks left before before yeah, two and a half weeks or so. You know, so. so so we want to get into a few little holiday gift ideas and things like that. Mm-hmm. Just talk a little bit about uh, about gift giving this time of year. Yep. Um, 
in Product Watch, a cool new stylish shoe option uh, by a well-known uh, manufacturer. Sure. <laughs> we'll call it that. We'll leave we'll it at that. that. <laughs> leave you hanging a little bit. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But uh, you know, let's let's get right at it. Let's let's get into the front nine. Uh, presented by Metcalf Golf Club, a natural setting, a pleasant challenge with the holidays right around the corner. Now's the time to get the golfer on your list, something they would love. It's perfect time for that. Give the gifts to golf. Visit MetcalfGolf.com to shop now. All right, Scott, let's dive into the front nine. Um, yes, we recently had uh, the pleasure of attending the uh, the grand opening, official grand opening of Celtic Golf Center in Kempville, Ontario. Sure um, uh, an indoor golf facility mm-hmm. that uh, that features uh, uh, five, five, yeah, five. You lost five. count while you're there, or what? What's that? Did you lose count while you're there? Or? Yeah, well. <laughs> No, it was busy. Um, it was five busy. Was uh, uh, golf simulators, Trackman simulators, um, yeah. featuring well over 200 different mm-hmm. golf courses, um, different games and things that we play. We'll talk about that in just a second. But sure. uh, Andy McWilliams, who's a very good friend of ours, um, he's also Golf Sim Gurus, who's a, a sponsor of this, uh, this podcast, has been since day one. Um, I had the pleasure of working on uh, the marketing uh, for golf uh, Celtic Golf Center, you know, designing things for him and, and helping with the promotion. Um, really nice to see. He had a soft opening, got the doors open, but really nice to see mm-hmm. the grand opening take place. Lots of people were out there. Lots of people from the Equinil uh, Golf Club were out there because yeah, it is Rito, in their Rito neck Glennis, Rito Glenn, Rito Glenn well. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, great facility. He did an awesome job um, with uh, with the way, just even the way things are are positioned. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things with indoor golf facilities that that sometimes happens is the simulators and the netting and everything is all sort of lined up side by yeah. side by side. Um, so everybody sees everybody else. The one cool thing about what I saw there was everything's staggered right. and the walls are positioned in such a way that if I'm sit- standing in the tee deck or sitting in my bay with my buddies hitting hitting golf balls and I look over, I can see a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, of another group like mm-hmm. one group maybe but i can't really well i can't really mm-hmm. see them hitting and that's kind of a cool thing because it's the without it's putting o- you inside of a closed space right exactly so it's separated you know, but yet it's yeah. open right? yeah it's an open concept there's one room that has a door on it and that's the that's the hitting uh or the, the teaching, teaching area yep. which which does have a closed in area with a little bit more seating and uh but that's for teaching mm-hmm. um the other areas are the other four simulators are, are wide open concepts and just the way everything's positioned, you have a sense of privacy without, without yeah. having closed doors. And that to me for an indoor facility, especially with Sims, that's uh that's an awesome because you feel secluded with your group, but you're, you don't feel claustrophobic being mm-hmm. inside a room and you can swing freely. You just feel like you're out in the open a little bit more. And I thought that was cool bar, nice bar in there. Mm-hmm. Um, the wee dap. Yes. The wee tap. And, dap. um, dap. you know, dap. Did you have, uh, yeah, the wee dap. <laughs> did you have some, uh, some haggis nachos? Uh, I think I may have skipped past those. I've had, I've had, I've had enough, I've had enough haggis in my life. I couldn't, but, uh, I couldn't bring myself. I, I, you know, I, 
I wanted to, but there was chicken wins there too. And you hey, know, they I were do going like fast. The they were going yes. fast. They seem to be popular with everyone, but uh... I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I don't know. I sorry, <sighs> Andy. <laughs> I, <laughs> I couldn't do it. Just um, neat. But they had a neat little feature that a little closest to the pin competition going on as well to raise some money for the uh, uh, Ottawa Stray Cat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they raised a, a little over $300. Nice. Uh, which is which is awesome. Um, you know, we're not trying to raise thirty grand here or anything like that. It was just no, a small no, no. little just, event, raise a little yeah. bit of money and some awareness, and it was neat to it was neat to see. So, um, congratulations, Andy, on getting the doors open. Yep. Best best of luck and uh, and success. Um, I'm heavily involved in that with his website and his marketing, so it's not like I'm. Oh great, you're open and then now I'm gone. I'm gonna be around. I'm gonna Andy and I Andy and I'll be chatting on a regular basis about a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. So and uh and he also has Celtic golf tours that he has a he's working on right now and I'm just starting to build a website for that. So gosh, Andy, slow it down, man. Slow it's down. Busy, busy guy. Yeah, he is he did, indeed. Uh, he did some nice trips there uh, last year and planning to do a few more. So uh, congrats to Andy and uh, to Cindy, his wife as well. Yes. Yeah, she was she was bouncing around there, getting with the jar there, getting people to participate. Yeah. It was it was kind of fun to watch. She had the the t shirt on there. And, um, okay, uh, let's talk about the uh, the NGCOA. Um, yeah, the uh, NGCOA Canada has named a new president and their board of directors uh, at the recent uh, conference NGCOA yep. conference in Vancouver. Um, Exciting for this area is that uh, Rob Howell uh, will serve as a director for the next couple of years on the NGSA mm-hmm. board, which is a which is a new thing. Obviously, Rob is um, once you know Metcalf's a good client of ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob's a good friend, known him for years. Uh, very active, um, you know, within the uh, within the golf community outside of just his home course. And mm-hmm. now this that's that's a pretty uh, pretty cool thing. Yeah, they've got a nice board there. Ryan Garrett from PEI's Finest also on that board. Yeah. And uh, the one thing that we usually see with that board is we do see a lot of activity from members from the uh, the chapter in Eastern Ontario. So we usually have some involvement there on that board, uh, whether it's the uh, you know president, vice president, or within the directors. And uh, obviously, Rob will do a great job in there uh, representing them. And from all accounts, the uh, the conference was quite successful. I haven't talked to, uh, but just talked to a couple of people. Uh, that were up for that. Unfortunately, it was uh, right when all that snow was coming down in Vancouver. I don't think anybody expected that from a weather perspective, um, but I think it was like a Beatles themed event. Um, it but, was because uh, I saw some photos yeah. of uh, of um, uh, the gang from the Canadian. From, yes, the gang yeah. from the Canadian walking, uh, doing the the whole Beatles pose, walking yeah. across the uh, the walkway. Uh, the yep. iconic image. Um, that was kind of cool. So that would have yeah. been an interesting uh, conference to be at. That's for yeah, sure. and I, I think I mean you know it's it, it's a conference that uh, you know I think it's always interesting because it's a chance for all those uh, golf course operators to get together and and sort of discuss the uh, you know everything that's happening as far as the business, the game, and they have a number of speakers that come there. And you know they're all at a certain point right now. I ran into a, a GM on. Saturday, I believe, at the uh, grocery store, and we were having a good talk about, you know, the business and how it's sort of changing and what we've talked about now being, uh, you know, later on, uh, as far as, you know, post the heavy pandemic years of, you know, mm-hmm. obviously pandemic, uh, you know, COVID still around, but, uh, you know, things are changing. Um, you know, they're starting to see things as we've talked about, uh, soften up a little bit and activity levels are changing. So they're kind of, 
seeing where they're at, assessing it and see how they're going forward. So uh, a lot of decisions to be made there by a lot of golf courses of what they're going to look like going forward. Um, and, you know, the natural evolution as, uh, for facilities, as we mentioned, you know, with Andy doing an indoor facility, we're also seeing more golf courses uh, offering more services, including mm -hmm. indoor, indoor simulators and so forth. So um, again, it's just a natural evolution as far as golf courses are concerned. So uh, a lot of discussion there about, you know, ideas and things that they can do to, to be better, to service a clientele, to find new revenue streams, especially if they're, if they're busier, uh, if they're busier at different times, uh, a lot of factors that's there. So, uh, yeah, neat for them to get together. And, and like I said, it'll be interesting to talk to a few more people that participated and maybe hear some of the discussions that were happening out there in Vancouver. Yeah, I'm I am curious to see. Usually, Lee and I, Lee Tamburano from the mm -hmm. Canadian, for those that don't know, uh, we usually have a chance when he gets back from the conference to sit down and and uh, have some lunch um, and uh, and chat about what has gone on or what what was discussed out there at the conference. So, I'll, uh, in the coming weeks, it's usually we, we usually do get together before Christmas. So, in the coming weeks, we'll have a chance to I'll have a chance to talk to him and and bring yeah. some of that feedback back to. Uh, Back to our podcast, we talk a little bit of golf business uh, sure. on the show here. Um, some other uh, association news, obviously, uh, uh, kind of a big one. Golf Ontario has made the announcement that Mike Kelly uh, will mm -hmm. be uh, leaving the association March uh, 2023 and heading to California. Yeah, the CEO, uh, Mike's uh, obviously worked with the association, PGA of Canada member, um, from the time that he was Mr. Nickers, involved in the golf school program, worked his way up, uh, spent a lot of time with Mike over the years and, and, you know, certainly call him a friend and, you know, talking about lots of different ideas. And when I was on the, uh, the board in, in Kingston, uh, talking a lot about their, their regional plans and so forth with, they've expanded now and they're doing a lot of different things on a regional level, um, and uh, yeah, he's uh, basically uh, found a role um, in the Southern California Golf Association. So he's going to go and be the executive director there. And, you know, they've got some holes to fill at, at mm -hmm. Golf Ontario. Uh, recently, they're uh, one of their main people involved with their marketing and, and branding, Peter McKellar. Uh, he is leaving and uh, heading down. He's in, he's going to uh, Southern California. Uh, South Carolina. South so, Carolina, I mean, yeah. yeah. And then they have a couple other roles that are open right now as well. Uh, so, yeah. So, it's a time of transition for them. Uh, they're certainly, uh, you know, making an effort right now to find some replacements for these people, but uh, they've, they've definitely been formative. Um, they still have a strong team there of, of uh, um, you know, Kyle McFarland and uh, Mallory Damon and Nick Taylor, who joined them, you know, in, in the marketing role. Um, they've certainly got uh, some good pieces there, and I'm sure they'll find some other ones as well. But uh, we wish all the best to to Mike and also to Pete on their uh, new ventures down in the United States. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what uh, what golf. Ontario does as far as replacing uh Mike tough tough shoes to fill but I think yeah. they've got some I think they've got a couple people maybe internally that they uh that they could probably mm -hmm. take a look at I mean we're all all the speculation and I'm sure that there's a there's a hunt and and they probably have a short list of people that they're that they're interesting on I know I didn't get the call but um yeah yet if, <laughs> I'm yes. not getting the call <laughs> I'm not getting the call uh, anyway um, yes onward <laughs> onward and upward uh curtis barkley uh once yeah. again love talking about curtis on the on the show here because 
And it seems like it's like a regular, it's a regular occurrence, well, but he yeah. keeps doing extraordinary things well, that warrant getting the attention that he's getting. Of course. And we were talking about him last week when he yeah. was in the middle of playing this tournament. He had, yes. he had just, just started playing this tournament. Obviously we now have the, you know, the kind of the full results and, uh, you know, played very well down in Australia once again. Yes. Um, he had lost in a playoff at the Australian All Abilities Championship in 2019. We made mention of that, uh, had a terrific uh, second round, you know, six birdie second round here to, to, you know, jump up in the lead after 36 holes at the Victoria Golf Club, the storied Victoria Golf yes, Club. Very you, have much to, so. you have to remember as well, this is happening the same time concurrently as the Australian Open, uh, you know, whether it's Adam Scott or Cam Smith or Hannah Green or, yeah. I mean, all these players are playing there at the same time. Um, windy final day uh got derailed a little bit and then he got overtaken by uh world number one kip probert um curtis had you know had the lead after 36 holes and kip slipped past him as he said he's number one for a reason but yeah uh, big victory for for curtis uh you know finishing second there on that very tough and, and challenging golf course so great great run of play with him you know second and second with the uh, G4D Tour uh, tour finale in Dubai, you know, two weeks later, finished second in the Australian All Abilities Championship. So, uh, yeah, awesome stuff, Curtis, and uh, certainly enjoyed following it and interacting with him all week long because we, yeah. we were messaging back and forth on social media the whole time. So it was good to see. Uh, I have a question for you, and I, I please, it, I, I'm not sure. putting you on the spot here, but um, do if you like with his with his <laughs> with his position last week. Mm -hmm. um, in uh, and then finishing second um in australia mm -hmm. where does that rank him now because he his ranking was fairly high to begin with but these are a couple of these are a couple of big events and i would think yeah. that they have significant um they yeah, have the significant new, new rankings ranking. are actually out today so i'll double check that because yeah. he was seventh i believe seventh in the world going into this uh, so I'll double check that and see where he ended up. Yeah, because that, that would you think little... that you'd think that over the last two weeks that that's got to bump him up. Well, it was it was uh, he was seventh after Dubai, which was two weeks ago. Okay. So and then the second here. So we'll all have a look and uh, yeah, we'll move on to the next piece, and I'll, I'll find it here. Yeah, as for we, sure. As we're, we're for talking. sure. Um, okay, so we have uh, also some Canadians that are uh, uh, chasing PGA champions uh status your yeah. status you know because it's and, and we should know that that the pga tour is hard enough to get on yeah and, and we we talk about like literally you know you think about trying to get uh you know a career as a pga tour professional and what it takes to get there and all the qualifying and stuff but right. realistically um even though there's probably there is a lot more golf that has to be played in order to get your pga tour card because you've got to you've got to go through the for the corn or through the um uh through the uh corn ferry and you know to get to the pga tour it's not like you can like it used to be where you could hit lightning in a bottle for a bunch yeah of that's going to be changing for next year finally they're gonna they're gonna now award some uh cards for next year but you're right there's right. there's a levels especially in this q school just to get to the corn ferry tour right and to work your way up so you're right there, exactly it's, so it's not a direct a thing necessarily but but the champions tour <laughs> Oh my! It's it's yeah. literally next to impossible. It is to yeah. get a spot because yeah. because from year to year, there's guys coming from the PGA Tour that that they turn the clock turns, the calendar turns, the age goes up, and all of a sudden, 
you know, Tiger Woods is eligible for the Champions Tour and you think he's not already got, you know, he's not going to. I'm pretty sure that he's one that probably won't play the Champions Tour. But right. But there's guys like that, like Phil Mickelson. There's always another guy turning the calendar and taking a spot. So there's less spots available to get in the Champions Tour. So to even be, you know, one of like a, to be a Canadian yeah. and being given that opportunity um, you know, being put in a position to do that, that that's extraordinary. Yeah. Well, the the difficulty is, is that, you know, the short fields as it is. And on top of that is one person. Yeah. And what one person described to me years ago is that, you know, they don't want no name players because they're trying to sell the pro-ams and stuff like that. So they want the better players. And obviously they, because of that, most of the exemptions are given to the players who have played on the PGA tour and, you know, have earned certain status. So say for an example, you know, Mike Weir, because he's a, you know, multi-time winner or whatever, you know, he's, he's solid as far as being on there so when it comes to the q school um you know they might have 900 some odd people apply they have three different qualifying sites and that gets to the final site where they have a you know 100 players or or whatever playing off i think it was less than that i think it was uh 70 that are in the finals kind of this week there's only five fully exempt cards available and then they have 25 more spots for associate memberships, which associate only lets you get, get you to Monday qualifiers and right? Monday qualifiers. Yeah. So, yeah. So the fact that this week, you know, there's three Canadians in there, uh, Alan McLean, Dennis Hendershot and Michael Bruchette, um, you know, they made their way through the qualifying process. The first stage got their way in there. And, you know, although, you know, obviously this podcast will come out and the results will be uh, later on. Alan McLean is, um, Tied for second after the first round. Dennis Hendershot is under par. Unfortunately, Michael Brochet is close to the bottom. Um, but yeah, Al McLean's in contention. And, you know, the fact that, you know, they can be even close to getting one of those five spots. Um, yeah, it, it, it's pretty remarkable. Because if you look at this leaderboard, I mean, it's just full of players with PGA Tour experience and, and DP World Tour experience. So, uh, yeah, good luck to them. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Um, now... One of the things that always tends to happen this time of year, obviously, as the season ends, you know, we go into what, you know, obviously what we call the off season, you know, for us, mm-hmm. it's not much of one, but, but it is an off season. It's an off season for the industry, especially where golf courses right. are resetting their strategies for the next year and whatnot, but also putting in place uh, the necessary staff mm-hmm. to, um, to kickstart whatever is going to happen during the off season so that when March comes around, they can open the doors and get going. Now there is a lot of facilities in Eastern Ontario that are still looking for pro staff. And, yeah. uh, um, you know, the top of that list is the Meadows mm-hmm. is, uh, is still in search of a director of golf. Yep. Uh, with, uh, Daryl Buchanan, uh, retiring, retiring, um, which once again, congratulations, Daryl. And Daryl, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I know you called me, you left a message for me to call you back, and I haven't done that yet. It is on the list to do. So the call <laughs> is coming. I haven't forgotten about you. I'm not ignoring probably, you. Probably wants to invite you to go fishing sometime. I'd love to go year. fishing. You know, that's one guy. I'm not a fisherman by any means. I did have fished in my day, but I would love to uh, go with fishing with Bucky. I think yeah, that, would that would be, be like fun. awesome. Awesome. We'll probably learn a ton too. Um, but there's some other positions that are available too, yeah. Scott, right? 
Yeah, we've got a, a number of courses that are uh, on the hunt for uh, assistants or associates, uh, in some cases, teaching professionals as well. So, you know, if we look at uh, Eastern Ontario, for an example, uh, the Marsh is looking for an assistant associate. Uh, Kevin Haim Golf Center is looking for a full-time or part-time teaching professional. Uh, Equinel, Brockville, Greensmere, Timber Ridge, Ottawa Hunt are all seeking associate or assistant professionals and garrison as well i didn't i don't think i have that on there but i know uh dale's uh on the hunt as well so um you know what um good luck a lot of them are having a hard time getting applications we'll we'll see a lot of move movement in the next little while we'll see some changeover between golf courses and uh you know we're seeing a few new people come into the association as well which helps mm -hmm. um but uh certainly all those places are on the hunt so if you're if you're listening and you're a pga member check the pga of canada website uh and those listings and postings are on there and uh you know get your name in if you're interested in something now so well known uh, by the way before, oh. before we get to something here curtis yeah. fifth in the world he moved up to fifth in the world okay that's just yeah, that's, that's insane pretty, that's cool. that's awesome kid that's... from chess kid from chesterville ontario fifth in the world crazy yeah crazy good for him it is this is and he's worked so hard at, at it too yeah um that's awesome congratulations curtis yep. number awesome. one you're going to number one buddy Keep well, going. now that he's off the road, we have to get him on here. Yes, and, and he'd be—he'll be—he—he he would be awesome to have. Oh him yeah. On here. yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I've had him on a podcast before, and he's great. So, so yeah, we'll definitely get Curtis on here. Um, so a well-known, well-known. I say well-known because he is well-known. Dan McNeely is mm -hmm. joining the Rita View uh, Golf Club yep. uh, as an associate pro. So Dan, who was, who's been kind of—he was at Smith Falls. He was uh, doing some um, some uh, Titleist uh, for a while. demo work for Titleist, like doing uh, uh, demo days and fittings and stuff like that. He's jumping back into uh, golf club life yep. um, at Rita View. Um, so uh, congratulations, Dan, on that. Mm -hmm. And I uh, look forward to seeing you out at Rita View. Yeah. Um, Dave Roger Beal. Yeah, Ro Roger, who I should mention, is tied for eighth after the first round of the uh, – Canadian head pro championship, which is taking place down in Arizona this week. So yeah, sometimes he, I forget how good a golfer Roger is. You know that he's like, yeah. cause he just, he really doesn't, he really doesn't uh, locally. He's not out there as much. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's just, yeah. But he he has been he was a very accomplished golfer for a yeah, long time. He won and... he won the Canadian Head Pro Championship in 2011. Obviously uh, played in the World Cup uh, for his native Barbados, yes. uh, where he's from as well or whatever. But uh, yeah, there's a number number of pros from the region that are down there competing in in Arizona this week. Yeah, as you mentioned though, the tough part is for a lot of these people working as head pros and so forth. They're not necessarily they don't necessarily have time always to play and compete no. in zone events. Uh, but this time of year, being the fact that they've, you know, put this championship back in Arizona in sort of the off season, it's allowed some of those people to go down there and compete. Uh, Mark Andre Payette's down there, Gord Percy's down there, Mark Foucault. Uh, some of our friends that have moved on to, you know, kind of other zones, Chris Learmoth is down there playing, Scott Johnson. Um, so it's nice for those guys who maybe didn't get a chance to compete, uh, you know, during the year down there playing. Lee Curry's down there as well. Nice, nice. Um, okay, and David McBain uh, is mm. joining the Marshes in a in a full time teaching capacity. Um, yep. So uh, that's good for the Marshes. Uh, yeah, get some uh, teachers out there. Yeah, back to where he was before, where he uh, used to work. So yeah, cool. Good for him. 
Um, okay, one last thing before we have to uh, we have to take a break. Um, yeah. The Shaw Charity Classic uh, yeah. announced a significant fundraising mark recently, right? I mean, this yeah. is this is huge, this is big time numbers, big time. Yeah, numbers. yeah. You know what? This uh, PGA Tour Champions event that's been uh, you know held uh, in Calgary uh, over the last ten years, they've raised over ninety three million dollars, and I think it's a story that you know gets missed a lot, and I think it gets missed a lot in Canadian media uh, just because it is in Calgary. Uh, and unfortunately, a lot of our golf media is based in Toronto and Ontario and so forth. But, uh, you know, they just announced that they raised uh, a record amount for a single season. Uh, this past year during their tournament, they raised $17,489,219, uh, which will go to 260 youth and children charities across Alberta through their Shaw Birdies for Kids program presented by Alta Link. So, I mean, that's that's incredible for an event, wow. the effort that they make for that single tournament. So people, when you're thinking about these, you know, tour events and what they're doing, and, you know, a lot of people might be thinking about it in context to, you know, other tours around the world or whatever, mm -hmm. look at what this does for the community. That's one of the biggest things that these events are all about. Uh, a lot of people are focused on low scores and who wins the tournament. You know who won the tournament here? the kids and the people yeah. of Alberta that, you know, this money was raised for. So uh, kudos to the Shaw charity classic for, for making that happen. Yeah. I think, I think that's a good point. I know you didn't, you didn't mention specifically anything uh, current in the world of, of golf, sure. but, yeah. but it's uh, it is good to note that this is, this is the difference. Mm. Like this, is this is the difference between, between players playing for ridiculous amounts of money and the balance between that and what happens and what these events really are all about. Yeah. Like this yeah, is not, this is not just, just it's, it's not to say that other tour is not giving money to the community. No, they are. They, they, they announce donations and so forth, but it's not necessarily their primary focus, which is really, you know, what's happening here for this tour. Well, then that's the thing. And, the, and when you start, when you start allocating more dollars towards the participants in the events and guaranteed money and all that kind of stuff, then you're taking, domestically you're taking mm. away from this kind of thing right and this yeah. is and this is what you see even at, uh, in other sports um yeah. you know you see these exorbitant amounts of money that these players make playing hockey or playing basketball but what you don't necessarily see on a daily basis is that most of these sports teams have charitable organizations that are right. set up that run concurrent like, like alongside of these franchises and those people are out in the community doing things to raise money for local charities and donate money to local charities. And the players and participants are involved in that stuff as well. So yeah. there's a lot of things that you don't necessarily see. That's not yeah. to say that other organizations like we talked about are not donating yeah. money, but it, yeah. you know, there's a little difference. I don't see a lot of necessarily a lot of these former PGA tour players out, maybe working the communities over in Dubai and, and, uh, you know, other other yeah. venues trying to raise money for charity. Yeah. And one of the things that happens for a lot of these sports, and I, I was having a discussion actually the other night with uh, somebody who works for MLSE. And, you know, they give to certain organizations and let's say it's part of their basketball organization. And, you know, they will give to a lot of different charities and support a lot of things. They don't necessarily toot their horn about that because they also are 
conscious about the fact that they don't want to look like they're just doing it for that opportunity for goodwill marketing. Mm -hmm. Yes, they'll make mention sometimes, or but they don't always mention all the things that they're doing. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, big credit for them for a lot of things that they are doing to support things in the community. And I can say, you know, there's groups out there that are supporting organizations that couldn't exist if they didn't have these larger entities really supporting them for sure. Exactly. All right. Well, that's a great spot to stop and uh, take a little uh, take a little commercial break, pay some bills. Uh, when we come back, we're going to head into the lesson tea. We're going to do some holiday gift guide chatter. Uh, we're going to uh, uh, take a look at a, a new uh, stylish shoe, mm -hmm. and then we're going to shut her down for another week. All right. So stay with us. We'll be right back. With Z-Star Series Divide, Hideki sees it all. See? There's the spin. And boom. That's the line. Introducing the two-tone Z-Star Series Divide, only from Strixon. All right. Welcome back to the Flagstick Podcast. I am your host or one of your hosts, Jeff Bonner. With me is, as always, is Scott McLeod. And we have uh, made it through another front nine. And now we're uh, we're going to head out to the lesson tee as we do each and every episode and uh, and uh, talk to uh, Kevin and Jake Hame. The lesson tee is brought to you, of course, by the Kevin Hame Golf School. It's always the right time to play better, whether you need private lessons, a better short game, some putting help, or even a custom club fitting. Visit KevinHame.com and remember that better golf is a lot more fun. This week on uh, the lesson tee, uh, Kevin and Jake are going to talk about how better leg work can most certainly lead to better shots. So let's uh, let's take a, a look and a listen and see what they got to say. Okay, golfers, we've got our electric tape back out. And today I'm actually putting it on Jake. We're going to do a little tip on leg action and where you want your knees to move as you swing, Jake. What would you say the biggest problem is we encounter on the lesson tee, generally speaking? I think too much knee movement and too much lateral or forward knee movement. Love it. So your knees have to react to the rotation and the swinging of the arms. We're, we're turning the chest, right, as you work back there a little bit. Arms swing up, we're isolating on the body for today. But I want you to watch the way these knees move. So the lead knee is actually pulled in and around. What doesn't it do, Jake? Show, show us what we see all the time with that lead knee and how it moves. Yeah, the most important thing with the lead knee is we don't want that knee moving forward Ooh. onto your toes, which does a couple of things. It really messes with the tilts in your body, makes it difficult to turn properly. Puts the weight on your toes here too. Absolutely. Right, you'll fall forward. So, so you need to understand that knee has the appearance of working forward as we're rotating back, but we don't want the knee to travel in this case, towards the camera, right? And I think a lot of people mistake that. They kind of pick their foot up and move their knee forward, and that's really bad leg action, right? Agreed. Agreed. Okay, so let me jump over here. What about the back knee? Because we don't want it to move too much. It resists against the turn of the upper body. We need the weight on the inside of that leg and foot so we can move into our downswing. Do we keep it dead still? What do we do with that knee? No, I think resist is a good word. If you restrict your movement by locking it and not moving it at all, it becomes very difficult to turn into your hip properly and create a dynamic wind. However, when I do turn, because my shoulders are turning my hips and that's what turns my knees, 
my knee is just rotating in space slightly more than it's moving again laterally or forward. Yeah, I really like that. Everyone can see we've got this white tape. Go back to the start. So the knee maintains its integrity. It doesn't slide laterally, but it does rotate. Don't try to lock that knee down too much because that will avoid the load and prevent you from really swinging with power. So when we move, first of all, the knees don't really initiate. They're following as the upper body is leading the coil. The front knee has to rotate towards us. There's an appearance of it working out, but it's not moving forward towards the toe. And then this back leg, we need to keep the weight on the inside of that back foot, but allow the knee to move. If you do this in front of a mirror, just like Jake's doing, you'll really get a great impression on what leg action should be in golf and what it should feel like. Try it at home, and I, I think it'll lead to better golf and more powerful coiling when you're actually hitting golf balls. Well, as always, um, not the PGA Tour pro, teaching pro here, so um, <laughs> I do get it, how important uh, leg work is, but yeah, uh, sure. I think you got a little bit of a better understanding of uh, of what that whole, um, what that tip, uh, uh, lesson T tip is all about. Yeah, one of the biggest things for uh, for people when they're working on stuff and, and uh, you know, they're looking at their game is just intention more than anything is knowing and understanding what they're trying to accomplish rather than just, uh, you know, let's fix it. Um, so, you know, this is a good dive in here and talking about leg work and, and seeing how the legs function uh, during the golf swing. And it's interesting that they make use of the tape uh, just to show points and see how the movement to the knees work, obviously in relationship to the pelvis uh, in the swing. So uh, a good look there, something for, for people definitely to consider because, you know, half the time with the golf club in our hand, we're only worried about how our hands and arms are swinging. Yeah. And we forget that, uh, you know, our knees and our lower body provides a foundation for our golf swing. Well, I think too, uh, one of the things we can, I think we can agree on right now, um, because we're into the off season and we're hitting balls indoors, these are the kinds of uh, instruction uh, that can uh, that you can use during the off season. Uh, mm -hmm. You don't yeah, have sure. to be outside on a driving range, seeing ball flight and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. You can. These are the kinds of things that you can work on when you can't uh, be outside hitting golf balls, especially with simulators. Now you can't see the mm -hmm. natural ball flight, but you get a pretty mm -hmm. good indication of what your ball is doing yeah. uh, in simulators. Yeah. And you don't necessarily need to see that feedback for, for the ball flight that, that you're right. I mean, uh, one of the things that try to work on with a lot of people, even if I'm working on instruction, I, I have a series of soft balls where people are just hitting the soft balls. So they're not focused on the result because what we're trying to do and accomplish is what's the movement with their body. Mm -hmm. So great time of year to work on the big pieces, uh, things that you maybe wouldn't work on during the, the season because you don't want people kind of thinking about that as they're playing, you know, they're in a competitive or a playing cycle. Yeah, exactly. uh, you know, they're usually not going to take the time to, you know, just work on something for a couple of weeks and not go to the golf course. Uh, so, you know, they, they, put the results into, Hey, where did the golf ball go? Rather than, Hey, did I accomplish what I needed to do here? So exactly. uh, you're right. Work on those big pieces, uh, able to do that at home. You don't necessarily always need a simulator too. You could be just working in your living room and seeing how your body is moving, if, moving, you know, if you worked with your coach, they've sort of designated kind of what you need to do. You can work on those moves just about anywhere, no matter what your spouse you know, thinks because they think you're crazy when you're in your kitchen making golf swings, um, you know, with no golf club and no golf ball, but Hey, that's what golfers do. There you go. All right. Great. Thanks Kevin and Jake for that. Um, well, let's jump into the back nine presented uh, 
um, as it always is by uh, golf sim gurus. Um, great time now to uh, get a simulator. <laughs> if you want to get a simulator, now is a good time to do that. Uh, simulators built to your specifications and your budget. Uh, visit golfsimgurus.ca for more information. Uh, and uh, again, I encourage, I know Andy's busy. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. so you might want to make that call and yeah. uh, and get ASAP. something started if you want to even maybe get one for next fall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, Scott, back nine. Mm-hmm. Some fun. <laughs> you're, ner know. you're, ner you're nervous I like this. super I don't know what to do with this one I really don't it, it's well, like I saw I, it and I, I'm like god I, this is so fun and goofy I'm like ah this is awesome I'm gonna love this and I started to think about it and I literally panicking. was stressing out <laughs> well, I don't know do what I, to do like I want to be why, I want to be critical the, I want to I take the leads on it's a gift I know gift. but the so, gift so, is, so let's so I'm let's the funny gift guy like Let's I swear to God, I am the guy that that tries to come up with the gift that is the most sarcastic, funny thing okay. that I can give somebody. I can always buy somebody a um, a laptop, but if yeah. I can give somebody something uh... for a dig, let's give them the premise. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. All right, we're we're gonna <laughs> you're gonna a, do. We got a list of pro golfers, and we're each gonna say what we would give them as a holiday gift. And why? So this is our opportunity. No budget, no limits. It's like, let's think of that player. What do we think that would be appropriate and kind <laughs> to, to give them? I, I, you know, you can obviously, you know, take it whatever direction that you want, but uh, we'll start with the big cat. You know, we'll start with Tiger Woods. He's a, obviously he's a player. This is a person that can buy anything they want, but and probably know, already right. has everything. Right. But that's not really the point. The point is that, you know, you're given the opportunity. Tiger's your buddy. What do you give him? Do you want me to go first or do you want to? Yeah, you go first. Okay. I, I figure given, you know, he's got a, you know, obviously these injuries going on. He's got some plantar fasciitis going on. I think Tiger's obviously got access to everything, but I can just see Tiger chilling at his mansion and, you know, walking out to the pool, going back to the golf area, just hitting balls. And you know what? He might as well be comfortable and also make sure that, you know, his feet are sort of semi-protected. So I'm just going to give him a pair of Birkenstock sandals, uh, you know, not, not some, you know, flat slides or whatever, uh, just some Berkies for, for tiger. And, and, uh, that could make for a funny photo too. I'm sure if some, some person spying into his backyard, here's tiger in his Berkies. So, uh, yeah. Where, where are you going from there? <laughs> yeah. You look lost. <laughs> oh my God. You know, and the thing is I, I, I literally like literally rack my brain thinking of, of different ideas that, that I could do. And I, and I'm like, what the heck am I going to come up with? I mean, I, I, I mean, along the lines of his feet, I wanted to give him a, a, a container of tennis balls. There um, you go. Exactly. He can roll his feet. And his <laughs> well, that's the thing, but I don't, I don't want to poke fun at the guy's plantar fasciitis. Cause I mean, I know I've had fun. it. I know it's painful. As I know hell. exactly. Like, yeah. But I mean, I used, you know, get him a can of Dunlops, you know, and, <laughs> Just wake up in the morning and roll your foot around on that on, on those Dunlops. But you know what? You know, okay. Here's See, now the, you've got the an gift, idea. The, the gift for everybody. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get Tiger Woods one of those gifts of um, those meat subscriptions. 
Okay. Okay. I'm going to give him one of those right. meat where you get like a different cut of beef or meat delivered right to your door uh, monthly. Like one of those monthly meat subscriptions. And the tiger looks like the kind of guy you like who can appreciate putting something on the grill. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he just yeah, looks yeah. like he likes to eat. He's in great okay. shape. He works out all the time. He likes to eat. I think Tiger would would love to have someone give him, like, a meat subscription. Where do you, you get think a Tiger, different... like, barbecues, like, by himself? Or do you think he, like, goes to the restaurant? Or you, you think he'd I don't know. Do I think, I think I don't he know. likes to pop the grill and, and just yeah, go yeah, up yeah. by the pool and pop the grill with his Birkenstocks on I that like you it. got him. So go. he's going to slip <laughs> on his Birkenstocks that you got for him. And he's <laughs> okay. going to throw a few... Good pieces of sirloin uh, on the barbecue and season those things up. And he's going to be thinking about Scott McLeod and Jeff Botter from Flagstick.com in Ottawa, Canada. And and that <laughs> gift that we got him. All right. I like it. All right. All right. Let's move on. Uh, how about uh, Scotty Scheffler, the Masters champion? Uh, now, Scotty obviously hasn't been around a lot. No. Uh, you know, big Texas guy or whatever. But uh, do you want to tackle this one first or shall I? No, you can go ahead. Look, I, I think Scotty Scheffler, I mean, I don't know the guy, um, but I think he's kind of this kind of goofy guy who likes to maybe hang out at home and, and do stuff. I'm thinking I'm just going to get him a set of Archie comics. <laughs> You know, I think he's the guy who would sit around and laugh and giggle to himself like a, you know, like a 12 year old. That's just how I picture him. I mean, he's just not, not a guy that, you know, he's serious in his golf. Yeah, I just don't think he's serious in a lot of other things. So I think he's a guy who would, you know, kind of get a kick out of that more than anything. Now, now it's funny. And the reason I laughed was not necessarily because of the Archie comics thing. The, the reason I laughed was because I literally, literally when thinking of what Scotty Scheffler would be like away from the golf course. Yeah. I literally was thinking of, of funny uh, right. laughing yeah. stuff. So I think I would, I think I would give Scotty, I also think, I think he would be a practical joker. I don't know mm. why, but I would give Scotty Scheffler a, uh, a book of practical jokes that he could play on people like a book I of like practical it. jokes. I like it. So, um, that's what I think. Like, it's just they I don't know. He looks it, like right? a goofy, funny, like yeah. uh, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you He's know, got that Matt Kuchar like effect. Yeah. I mean, we know we knew Kuchar likes to give the needle. He likes jokes and stuff like yes. that. I, I I like that. That's that's a good one. I like it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. We got uh, we got five here. Uh, uh, we're gonna go to some uh, our last male player here, <clears throat> Rory Rory McElroy. What do you give Rory? Here's another guy who's got everything in the world what what would rory appreciate rory's such a chill guy he is you know he just yeah. he he um he looks like every you know i was watching a tiktok thing the other day about keanu reeves okay. and how everybody thinks keanu reeves is just this guy he takes the bus he he <laughs> says hi he takes pictures yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. chill guy rory yeah. to me is the keanu reeves of the pga tour Nice. So the I guy think... from the guy from Hollywood, Northern Ireland, is much like the guy from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Low key, even yeah. though he's got lots of things in the world. Okay, Just totally, cool. totally chill, um, chill guy. I think Rory. This is a tough one because what do you give? What do you give a chill guy? A guy who just just is like totally down to earth. Um, do you want me to go? Yeah, you know what? You go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> I think in that vein, 
because he likes to be chill, but he's thoughtful, mm-hmm. right? You know, when he gets a good question, he kind of bites into it, gives it some thought and gets it out there. But he's also the guy who's prone to some media members asking him stupid questions. Mm-hmm. Um, they might be people that are just trying to bait him into some sort of discussion or whatever. I'm going to get him one of those men in black zappers that he can basically, when somebody asks him a stupid question, you know, he can just zap them and then move on to the next one. <laughs> then they forget what they're thinking. Wish about. Those things are actually real. I know exactly. But yeah, that would, that would be funny as far as for him. And then he can go on just kind of being, you know, who he is and not have to deal with that crap. Okay. I am going to, um, I am going to get Rory one of those uh, desktop Zen gardens. <laughs> okay because he's just like rory's a chill guy all right and he's just gonna you know he's gonna come home after a week uh pga tour you know play just he just won another big tournament okay gets home he's gonna he's gonna kick into the flip-flops and and the uh the sport shorts and he's gonna head head into his uh his man cave whatever he's gonna sit down before he sits down he's gonna He's going to get at his little portable desktop Zen garden. He's going to do some Zen gardening stuff, okay. making some patterns and whatnot. And he's just going big, to chill. Big, big, big gardener, that Rory McIlroy. Yeah. No, and it's not a garden. Like, I know. I, I get it. It's a Zen. It. Zen. It's like yes. Mushu, you know, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think he's just going to he's gonna zone out. Fair enough. Zone right out. Or a really good set of headphones or something like that that he can listen to some. Isn't some he got an endorsement with Bose? Yeah, so there you go. I'll, I'll get him some. You I'll get him some. Already. I'll get him some Sony head headphones. Oh, all right. Yeah, he's probably not allowed to wear them. All right, two more here. We're gonna get over to the other side of pro golf. <laughs> uh, local girl. We're Brooke really Anderson. gonna do this one, are we? We are. What do you get, Brooke Anderson? And be kind. She's a sweet girl. Oh my God, she's too much of a sweetheart to do this. Well, hey, go uh, ahead. Whatever you like. What Brooke you Henderson. Kid from Smith Falls, who's again got you know everything in the world. Twelve LPGA wins, got two major championships. Lives down in Florida, you know. Obviously, comes back as much as she can to Canada, you know. Obviously, making some more free time for herself now. But you know, what do you think she'd like and appreciate? Ah, oh, man. And and she already owns the box set of the Golden Girls. I'm sure of it. So, I mean, that's her, that's you know, her favorite show. Probably that's crazy that that would be her. A few cases of Sprite. Show, eh? Yeah. Um, Likes Ariba. I am going to... Gosh. Take too long. I'm jumping in. Okay, go ahead and jump in because I got I got a thought here and, and okay. I, I, I just got to gotta, gotta give I, it some more thought. I don't know for certain if she has this already, but I know she has taken up... Uh, horse riding lessons See, it's not fair because you know more about her personally than i do you got you could probably literally be her best friend no, no it's not no, fair but, but go but ahead you know take i would say riding. okay I, yeah so i would you know she's already doing that i would get her a horse you know so she's got her horse of her own you know it's maybe sitting on a farm up here in in ontario she probably already um, has a horse man i know but i don't know that for sure so i would get her a horse so and and hey if she's got a horse then maybe we get her some tack for her horse i was gonna so. say maybe i'll buy her the saddle for the horse or something like yeah, that but that's a little go. more of a custom thing because you got to have like your butt groove in it stuff like that and i don't think that uh i don't think brooke's gonna come down and you know get a custom fit saddle from me um 
I want to go the hockey angle on this one. Ooh. And okay. I don't think I don't think that I'm going to buy her something specifically, but you know, though those who those who know me know that I'm I'm also uh, I'm not a PGA a golf instructor like yourself, PGA Canada golf instructor. I'm on the other side of it. I am a hockey instructor uh, outside of the golf side of things. I do teach uh, stick mm-hmm. handling and puck control. Um, mm-hmm. Total yeah, puck I see control. that. Total puck control. It's not a shameless plug. I just wanted a hoodie on this morning, so I grabbed it. The fact that the hat matches, and you can see behind uh-huh, me, there's sure. another hat. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, I got the I got the Red Rooster golf glove back there too. I'm thinking that maybe if I throw that in there as a as a little uh, shameless plug, that maybe they'll uh, do some marketing with this. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> there you go, Brad. I'm going to um, send a personal invitation, and I'll even send a, a plane or a car to pick. Brooke up you fancy. and bring her to Winchester where okay. I have ice every Thursday. Sure. And, uh, and have her participate as, as a goalie. Yeah. In one of my uh, puck control, have my, my, my students shoot on her. Like that's bring her Winchester. Yeah. Goalie decker out, give her the TPC gear in the net. An opportunity cool. to unwind from the rigors of LPJ stardom, yeah, and put the blades on and nice. uh, and participate in one of my stick handling clinics. I don't know. I mean, it really, it's like, I say I try to have, keep her from getting injured. Of course, yes, know. of course. You know, yeah, I have so much respect for Brooke Henderson. I think she's just such a sweetheart, and yeah. I want to do something funny with, yeah. with her, but I can't. But fun. I, I just, I, I. You know, well, we may have to send that email. You never know if she's home for Christmas. Yeah, because I think that's a realistic one too, right? Him, I mean, she I, might have, yeah, she, she might probably really has goalie that, gear actually. still. Yeah, bring I, them both out. She, bring them both out. Put them yeah. at each end of the ice. Bring Brooke and uh, and Brittany out. Nice, I like it. Bookend, bookend Henderson's three on three. In the net. You know, let's go, let's go, <laughs> Brittany right. Brooke. You listening? You yeah. listening? You watching? <laughs> send me an email we'll make it uh, happen every thursday every thursday okay maybe maybe we'll just send her the email all right last one here uh number one player in the world lydia lydia ko what do you get lydia ko she just got married or she's getting married sorry uh she's engaged number one player in the world again tons of wins lots of success um what do you get the kiwi lydia ko yeah she's you know, I love Lydia Ko. Her swing is so good. And is. She's such a nice person. Yes. Um, I could, yeah, one of those other people that, you know, not that there's not a lot on the LPGA tour that, you know, I wouldn't spend a lot of time with and just having conversations or whatever. Yeah. But you ever notice that? Like with LPGA? Surpri- like- she surprises me every time there's an opportunity to kind of be around her. Like some of the things that she does. She's a very interesting person. I don't think people really have that appreciation for hobbies and things like that things that you wouldn't expect you yeah, get her a zen garden too she might appreciate that i don't know i don't know uh zen gardens for everyone lydia yeah, zen gardens uh, maybe i'll get a bulk discount on portable <laughs> zen gardens i'm gonna just ship them out to a whole bunch of people <laughs> zen garden people getting those gifts going what the heck is this and why um, am i getting it yeah you know because you're chill 
Okay. Lydia Cole. You're, you're, stall- you're stalling. Of course you're I'm stalling. stalling. I'm, of course I'm stalling. I seem to do better following you than leading you. On, do on do you want me to lead again oh, yes. for the last time? Yes. <laughs> okay. What did you think was going to happen? This was your topic. I, I know. I know. So, uh, you know, Lydia's mentioned lots of hobbies and things over the years. She was into rock climbing. She was into reading. Um, I hear that she's getting into cooking a fair bit now likes to you know cook and so forth so i'd get her a really nice set of knives super essential basics as far as the kitchen good night compete with this i can't compete with this even if i come back (laughs) with something now it's gonna seem like i'm just well you just gotta do your homework piling on do my homework (laughs) i think there's a little more in-depth knowledge required than just homework on this one oh boy lydia cole wow ah gosh i i am like i'm really at, i'm really at a loss with that with this okay i am gonna get lydia co a really uh comfortable pair of slippers okay i think that that uh for someone that uh that that uh works as hard on their game as she does mm. spends a lot of time on the road yeah, a lot of time in hotels. Yeah, she gets home, see the husband. She just wants to get in the house, kick off the golf shoes, and put on nice pair. You know, a nice some some sleepwear. You know, a robe and a nice comfortable pair of slippers. All right, that's that's what I think. Slippers. Right. Well, there we go. That's that's our God, what a, uh, our <laughs> golf gift game for golf pros. Our holiday gift. Uh, guide things that we would give some of the five best golfers in the world. Wow. You, you did okay. <laughs> you survived. You survived. So why don't we start talking about some holiday golf gifts for everyone else? Yes. And I think, I think we'll make this, we'll kind of like copy and paste this into the script for the next, you know, the next yeah, couple of sure. episodes, because yeah. I think we're, we're not, we're not gonna even going to come all. close to scratching the surface of gift ideas and yeah, things, different sure. things yeah, pop up it. all the time. Like I was doing some, some research mm-hmm. uh, different you know novelty golf gifts that are out there now because they're not the ones that are mainstream when you think about golf and i was looking at you know like the little mat that goes in front of the toilet where you can practice like who actually owns one of these things i know like, seriously somebody, our buddy kenny thompson someone gave him one um uh, and did and- he use it that might have been Michelle yeah. and I gave it to him the one year. That was years ago. What did he do with it? Did he put it in a box? Did they I, leave it I, in the I, box in the closet? I, I think for a while it was sitting at Acra Golf, True, True Temper North. I think he was sitting there as a joke. So, yeah, you know, those are just, again, those are novelty things. And, yes. you know, they, they last. The laugh The laugh is what it's about Yes, for, for 10 seconds. But as a useful gift, it's, it's not. That's why they're usually like 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah not that one no that one would have been a little bit more expensive than 10 yeah. bucks anyway yeah. all right Anyhow. um so one of the things that obviously you can do anybody should know this, this is common sense but if you're trying to pick a a gift a golf gift for someone uh on your list it's a golfer mm-hmm. uh go sneak a peek look at their golf bag mm-hmm. see what's in there and we should say if worn. you're listening to this you're probably a golfer Yes. So what you want to do is you want to share this video or share this podcast with your significant other or anyone who's planning to buy you a gift. That's yes. the big secret right here. Yes. Share this podcast. You got it. Share exactly. it. Right. But like yeah. you said, 
you know, if you're the person that's giving a gift, yeah. If you want to start and find out, Go check maybe... out the golf bag. Exactly. That'll tell you a lot of things because you'll see mm-hmm. you'll see what kind of golf glove they like. Yep. Uh, what size how worn, it is how worn the one that's in there probably is mm-hmm. and that they probably generally speaking i'm gonna i'm be totally honest with you this time of year if you're looking for a golf gift for somebody something to stuck in a stick in a stocking that's practical yeah chances are they need a new golf glove yeah exactly so chances if you look are, in that bag yeah. you're gonna see some sizing right yep. yeah chances are they need uh they probably need more golf tees to start the year off they, you know mm-hmm. there's chances are they need a new towel um you know there are things like that this is the time of year where a lot of that stuff is all worn and dirty and ragged and torn and tattered i agree probably needs to be replaced so it's a good place to start um and and if you're looking in that bag as well one of the things that you're going to see possibly um if they're consistent with it you're going to see the brand and model of golf ball they yep. like to play now, yep. you know, uh, it's a bit of a stereotype, you know, giving people golf balls for holiday stuff or whatever, but I tell you what, golf balls are not cheap. So no, you know, and you still have people... time right now if you want cu- custom ones, cause they're still mm. like, you can still order custom ones and have them in before Christmas. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where you would be looking at from a golf ball perspective. You can see what brand and what model and so on there is in their golf bag 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 that they play and maybe have something custom made with a cool little icon that's unique to them or their initials or their nickname or your kids initials um you know i mean just the only thing i would say avoid putting their actual name on there yeah most golfers don't want to be embarrassed for the fact that their golf ball gets found whether (laughs) they put it there or not because it could have been the subsequent other person who oh, found it. It doesn't in some matter. Strange place all over the place. But I like the idea of a logo or an icon, maybe yeah. something a favorite team. Yeah, like, like a like clover that. or a heart yes. or something like whatever. I mean, you can get just about anything you want on on custom golf balls now. Yeah, so for sure. And there's lots of places uh, that that uh, that offer them and do them. Obviously, yeah. we talked about Lee Tambrand, a Canadian pro shop online, mm-hmm. who's a, yeah, sure. a big supporter of this podcast as well. Um, yeah. And, and mul- uh, multiple brands also have some different stock yeah. things as well that are easier to order this time of year. Yes, uh, be it you know hockey teams, basketball teams, stuff like that. So you yeah. might not have to go custom custom but at least something that's unique Unique. and not just a standard you know golf ball or just a plain old white golf ball for sure yep 100 100 so little things like those are kind of like your you know your 50 dollar yeah so 50s around 50 yeah you know alignment rods we talked about that before Mm. alignment rods or cases for alignment rods the sleeves it's because some alignment rods don't come they come in plastic containers at the store um you can buy uh leather or or synthetic leather sleeves that are are covers kind of cool looking ideas a lot of the uh barstool sports and gong show and you know uh, even the major manufacturers have them available on their websites. There's lots of places you can get this stuff. They're, those are the kinds of things that are really kind of uh, uh, unique and cool uh, mm-hmm. and not overly expensive. Yeah. Um, but clearly you can get into some of the, you know, more costly gifts, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whether you're looking at a um, training aids, right? you know, there there's tons and tons of them out there. Um, yeah. Some of them are absolute garbage. Um, and I wouldn't even, I wouldn't, this is why we're not mentioning brands in particular, no. because we're not that kind of podcast. Uh, there's tons of them out there that are amazing. 
mm-hmm. you know, great training aids, whether they're putter alignment tools, like mm-hmm. you said, with with alignment rods for practicing. Um, but there's some out there that, you know, you might want to stay away from just because they're a little bit too gimmicky. Yeah, um, or they're a little too specific. And that's one complex. of the things. Yeah, well, you get into something that doesn't actually apply to the golfer like if all of a sudden mm-hmm. somebody is trying to sell you something and said oh no every golfer needs this yeah maybe they don't necessarily need that or it's not something they're working on with their coach now here's an opportunity if you know your spouse partner or their gift recipient person and you know their golf coach reach out to their coach and mm-hmm. see what they're kind of working on they may be able to give you some ideas of hey you know we've been working on this um you know alignment rods obviously a big thing that's in there but maybe there's a a particular trainer or a putting mat or a certain putting tool or something that they you know would encourage them to use in their practice routines Mm -hmm. that might be suitable for them that maybe they haven't bought for themselves maybe they just look at it and go yeah maybe it's a purchase i won't make because maybe it's a little too much money or whatever but you know so reach out to their coach if you know their coach Mm -hmm. uh, and they they may be able to provide some suggestions of handy items that uh, would be useful to them uh, in their training and and obviously they're going to appreciate that. Well, there, there you go. Uh, do you want to keep going on that? Do you want to just hold hold some off? For, why uh... Yeah, why don't we hold off? We've yeah. got a lot of different things that are in there. But I will say that, you know, this time of year, obviously a lot of people working indoors, not everybody has a simulator space or whatever, but, you know, things that are around putting are certainly very popular. Uh, putting mats, certainly very popular. Different type of, uh, you know, trainers, items that, you know, you can putt and they'll kick the ball back to you. And I don't mean the gimmicky ones. There are, you know, we'll call like putt out pressure trainers, things like that. Uh, some great mats and stuff that are out there. Uh, well putt. Uh, Rafluski's got some. Uh, putt out's got some great mats perfect practice these are various different ones um training tools are really great this time of year um, as far as putting is concerned and it'll encourage the golfer to play more and hey you know what maybe you want that golfer out of your hair mm-hmm. <laughs> they can sit yeah. there and you know take off someplace and work and practice that and, and kind of be out of your hair so yeah we'll leave it for that this okay. week and then we'll add some more in the uh, the next few shows okay sounds good okay let's uh we've, we've got uh, about 10 minutes left here so let's uh let's get into quickly into product watch uh, which is brought to you by greensmere golf and country club uh, elevate your game at Greensmere. Choose between two great 18-hole championship courses, distinctively different, definitely challenging. Uh, visit greensmere.com for more information. Um, Product Watch, uh, mm-hmm. the new Jordan mm-hmm. ADG4s. You got it. Uh, Cool-looking shoe. Yeah, really like cool-looking eh? shoe. Very yeah. stylish-looking shoe. I love I love just the, the, the detail on this. So why don't you tell us mm-hmm. uh, a little bit um, sure. condensed about these and... Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I had, had a look at these shoes uh, kind of earlier this year. A lot of people, when they think about uh, Jordan shoes from Nike, they usually think of the, you know, sort of the basketball style shoes yeah, that have course. basically been accented with, you know, golf to go with them. Uh, this is not that. This is more of a classic silhouette shoe. Uh, this is a shoe that was actually requested by Michael Jordan himself from the brand to make. Uh, very sleek, full grain leather upper, uh, look like a classic shoe, uh, come in three colorways here in Canada, has a 
has a nice rubber sole with integrated traction. So you can wear them on the course or off the course. They do uh, look pretty uh, slick that way. Mm -hmm. Very lightweight, durable foam. Still has that nice touch of the, you know, the elephant print logo that people are used to. That Jordan logo appears on the heel. You can see it on the insole as well. But it's not so obvious that, you know, the if you went up to some country club or something like that, that people are like, ooh, uh, they're super slick that way. I, I like the gray, the cement gray mm -hmm. uh, model. There's some nice colorways here, uh, but just a sleek, classic silhouette shoe. And they remind me of a, another model Nike made back uh, in the day called the Clayton model. Yeah, uh, which I, I remember really, those. Yeah, I love those. Unfortunately, yep. I, I remember the sample pair I got uh, were slightly too small, so they hurt my feet, but I love the shoe. Um, but I'm definitely eyeing these ones up. They're, um, they're nice. Yeah, yeah they I, are really solid. I like the fact that they... Um, um, you know, I mean, I, Nike makes great shoes. There's no question mm -hmm. about that, but sure. I like the fact that they're not splashing the swoosh all over me. Right. You yes. know what I mean? Like they're, they're, yeah, they're, Jordan, they're, they're they don't do that with the Jordan brand, right? No, but I, I know. Oh yeah. But I mean, it's very subtle. Like even the Jordan, uh, mm -hmm. you know, dunk logo on the, on the heel is just, it's very, the logo's toned down. The color right. is a little softer. Yeah. Um, it doesn't scream Nike Air Jordans to me. It right. screams cool looking golf shoe made by yeah. Nike. Um, yeah, yeah and sure. uh, I, I just love that. It's just so stylish and classic looking. Yeah, and you can definitely wear them. Like I said, you can wear them on or off the golf course, and and nobody would really uh, kind of notice. And but they're certainly distinctive enough that if people mm -hmm. see you with them on, they're probably gonna go, "Hey, what are those shoes?" Because they're yeah. just not very common so a uh, nice shoe there as far as the adg4 from uh jordan um good stuff so uh look cool. for those all right well another great episode uh you're heading out uh yeah. shortly um as we're recording this podcast this you're heading out to do some product testing um yep. up in uh to you got it and uh we'll have some uh some wrap up next mm -hmm. week uh to uh to what you saw We'll leave yep. it at that. Leave people guessing, thinking, what is he going to do? Yeah, there's some some products that I will be able to talk about and some that I won't. So some are out already, um, mm -hmm. but at least I can give you some feedback on what they feel like and how they perform. And some other stuff I'll have to leave to future dates because I'm under an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement. <laughs> and I love the NDA. Yeah, Gag exactly. order. Um, yeah. All right. Great show, Scott. Thank you. You too. Um, Want to thank all our sponsors. Uh, Metcalf Golf Club, Golf Sim Gurus, Greensmere Golf and Country Club, Kevin Haim Golf School, and of course our presenting sponsor this week, Zrixon Golf Canada. Whether you're looking for a premium urethane option in the Z-Star Series, a quality budget option in the soft field, somewhere in between with the Q-Star Tour, Zrixon Golf is bound to present an option that will work for your game. For more information, visit srixon.ca. Uh, glad you're tuning in to us. Uh, be sure to follow us across all social media networks, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Subscribe to us on Spotify, Audible, uh, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Do not forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, like us, click the notification bell, and make sure you never miss a single episode, because that would be bad. Um, <laughs> get over to flagstick.com. Always great content posted up there every single day, sometimes multiple times each day. Mm -hmm. uh, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, until next week, I'm Jeff Botter. I'm Scott McLeod. Always remember, go for the stick.